An update now on our port situation. There is a lot of concern over the economic repercussions of this strike by more than 7,400 members of the International Longshore and Warehouse Union Canada. They went on strike a couple of days ago. Today is actually day three of that. And a lot of people might not have noticed that because it's a long weekend. But you know what? As we head into the work week, things people get back to work, you're going to start to notice and hear about this because already business groups are saying this is a huge problem. Now, the latest update on the strike is that bargaining continues. They went back to the bargaining table yesterday. The federal government has said they want to see a negotiated deal. And in fact, the bargaining continues with the help of a federal kind of mediator there in the room at the table. But let's talk about the impact of this. So joining us now is Robin Guy, who's vice president and deputy leader of government relations for the Canadian Chamber of Commerce. Robin, thank you for joining us. Good morning. How worried are you at this point with what's going on? Yeah, we're extremely concerned uh, with, with the commence of a strike. Uh, and, and, and really, I mean, when we look down to it, I mean, a shutdown of our ports will simply fuel inflation. It's going to increase costs to Canadian families and businesses, but it will also inflict serious damage on our Canadian economy. So, you know, you mentioned we're day three. I think every day counts right now, which is why we've been asking uh, the government to, to really step in at this point and, and, and resolve this as soon as possible. Okay, when you say government step in, what do you want to see happen? Yeah, so so we we did, we made the call yesterday um, to, uh, to 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 call on the government to to recall Parliament uh, that is on break right now for the summer and to to introduce back to work legislation. Already, you think not? Get, you don't want to see more negotiation. Well, you take and, and absolutely, but I mean, at the end of the day, when you take a look at the what, what this is, could possibly do to the economy, we're eight hundred million dollars in cargo moving through these terminals a day. That's twenty five percent of uh, trade in Canada. If you look after a week, that's five point five billion dollars. So that's that's more than some of the promises the government has been making on things like dental care. Okay, let's talk about then the impact of this, as you just pointed out there. So we've, we're in day three here. How will people start to notice this, Robin? I know businesses will and you will, but, you know, for average, for the rest of us out there, how will we feel the impact of this? So, and I'll say that people will probably already have started feeling uh, in some way, shape or form, and including the business community. So uh, business needs stability within and within our supply chain. So, so they're not going with, with, a, with a possible uh, labor, labor issue businesses, we're already taking a look and, and making alternative plans. That means for example, looking down to go to U.S. ports and then bringing it up uh, from 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 the U.S. Uh, things like that. So so you know taking taking a look into now, for example, produce produce comes in through through the port of Vancouver. If there's not the ability to move that produce, it's going to sit in containers. It's going to rot. Uh, that means things like uh, you know produce on grocery store uh, shelves. Uh, we could start seeing the impact of that very shortly. Okay, and all, we all know there are already concerns at the port with supply chains and everything that happened in the last couple of years. Had everything gotten back up and running? Was the port running as smoothly as, as prior to the pandemic? Yeah, I think uh, we, we, we've seen that over the last three years we've had problems. We start, started to see it finally kind of recover, and then, of course, this happened. So um, according to, to our, um, our, our, our business data lab, which, which takes a look at, the, uh, at, at business conditions, um, we see about 25% of, of business actually concerned about supply chain. That's a little down from, from the height of the pandemic, but obviously a quarter of business is, is still a massive amount to be concerned about supply chain. That's only going to go up again based off of, of, of this, uh, this, this labor dispute. And has the port been growing, do you think? Like, was shipping really ramping up? 
I think, again, you see, I mean, our, our West Coast ports, and, and that's both the Port of Vancouver, Port of Prince Rupert, have, have, have played a massive role in, in, in getting goods across the country. Um, they're a massive piece. Right? When you look at the government's Indo-Pacific uh, strategy, which, which looks to engage with, with, with countries in, in, in the Indo-Pacific, um, you know, the, the, these, these are playing massive roles in, 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 uh, in fulfilling that strategy. Obviously, if, 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 uh, if, if things aren't moving, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have a little bit more of a difficult time uh, to, uh, to do that. But also from, from a reputational standpoint, again, this is, this is something that uh, it's not the first uh, issue that we've had uh, from a reputational standpoint. I think people might start asking the question, can Canada actually get the goods uh, to, to, to market uh, when, when they need it? Right, because how how much of an impact will this be felt in other parts of the country? Well, and absolutely. I mean, it's a national issue. Again, you know, the eight hundred million dollars in cargo, twenty five percent of trade in Canada comes through 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 these ports. Um, that's that's not something that just BC will uh, feel. That's something that the whole country feels. Okay, and so do you think that'll happen quickly? Then, like we know, BC will feel the effects of this quickly uh, with the slowdown. But we'll, like other parts of the country, by the end of the week. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I don't want to put a time frame on it, but again, you know, the, the lead up to this strike, I think, I think people had to, to start making the decision of, of uh, do they divert from, from, from these ports? So, so I think you'll see it from that side of things. But definitely, I mean, the longer we go, I think the, 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 the more impact that this will have to the Canadian economy. Yeah. What are the alternatives then, Robin? If people say, OK, well, we're not going to deal with B.C. ports, like what do people do? They have to bring things up for the United States? Well, yeah, you're going to see absolutely going through through the United States. Uh, I mean, you could see a little bit coming through through the East Coast, but I mean, from a capacity standpoint, I mean, people people, especially when you're when you're looking at the Asian uh, gateways, uh, they're they're going to have to come up through the through the United States. Okay, so then your group, the Canadian Chamber of Commerce, would like to see the government essentially say, "Hey, get back to work." Absolutely. All right, Robin. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Have a great day.